the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, it's meeting time, and today we're going to learn how our guilt and shame can be washed away. And that's by digging a little deeper into the fifth step of recovery. We admit it to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Folks, that's confession. And I've learned we're all born with a built-in alarm that alerts us when we're doing wrong, when we're sinning. But too many times in our life, we make excuses. We deny our wrongdoings. We overlook that God is all-knowing. And we continue to wear these masks to cover our secret sins, only to suffer consequences. In Romans 2, 16, God used Paul to warn the people, to warn us, unless there's confession and repentance, there will be judgment for their sins, for our sins. And he quotes, this is the message I proclaim. The day is coming when God, through Jesus Christ, will judge everyone's secret life. In Psalm 90, Moses describes what happens when we try to hide our sins from God. We wither beneath your anger, overwhelmed by your fury. You see all our secret sins. You see, we ignite God's anger when we try to hide our sins for him. And this is when believers experience God's tough love and the consequences of our action. And in step five, we set out to stop this internal struggle, stop rationalizing, and we start to confess our sins. We confess what we've learned in step four. We need to admit the sins we've committed and the pain that we've caused others. It's as if God's saying, look, I know it all anyway. Just acknowledge what I know and confess. Folks, we must come out of hiding. We must take ownership of our sins, and that's through confession. And then God's tough love will turn to forgiving love. And with his grace and mercy, he'll direct and guide us out of the abyss of our fractured and tormented lifestyle. Another powerful lesson of living with hidden secrets, shame, and guilt comes from the life of King David. In 2 Samuel chapter 11 and 12, we learn that King David committed two grievous sins. He had an adulterous affair with Bathsheba. He then engineered her husband Uriah's death. He violated two of the Ten Commandments. He then took Bathsheba for his wife, And blocking out all his sins, he thought they would live happily ever after, much like a fairy tale. But soon thereafter, his mind festered with guilt and shame. He was haunted day and night with blood on his hands. His fairy tale turned into a horror story. He had no peace. He had no joy. But he still was hiding his sins. He still remained in denial. But God, through his grace and mercy, intervened. God used the prophet Nathan 
to confront David's sins. And after Nathan's intervention, David cried out in 2 Samuel 12, 13, I have sinned against the Lord. You see, confessing to Nathan was a major breakthrough for David and the start of his healing. Confessing our sins with another godly person is a powerful part of step five because it produces humility and it breaks down our barriers, our defense. With another person praying for us, our confession to God becomes more real. Having someone hold us accountable is a pathway from isolation and loneliness towards wholeness and healing. Last week, we read in James five sixteen. Therefore, confess your sins to each other, pray for each other, so that ye may be healed. So what are we to confess? Step five tells us we're to confess the exact nature of our wrongs, our sins. This step is not simply a reading of our inventory in step four. We need to acknowledge each and every sin we've penned. This process is thought of as a surgery of the soul. It's time to expose our deception. It's time to take off our masks. It's time to get honest. David got honest. After Nathan's intervention, David penned his confession in Psalm 51. He did it to God, to Nathan, to you, to me, and to the whole world, teaching true repentance and humility. I was taught Psalm 51 is the exact type of prayer that those with battling addiction, or living in this black hole of guilt and shame should cry out to the Lord, seeking his forgiveness, his restoration, and the joy of salvation. Let's visit Psalm 51. David cries out, have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Blot out the stains of my sin. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin. I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. And against you have I sinned. Oh, give me back my joy of salvation. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves. Then I will sing of your forgiveness. You don't desire sacrifice. You desire a broken spirit, and you will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. So what did I learn from David's confession? First, I learned that he was crying out, I deserve to be punished, but I call on you, Father, for your grace and mercy. He called out to be cleansed from every sin that he did against his father. He told God that his guilt and shame is killing him. Folks, sin starts in the mind, and he prayed to create in him a clean mind, renew his inner self. We've shared this in the past. The battlefield is in the mind. Satan attacks our mind with the obsessions and compulsion. He pollutes us with evil thoughts. And David is praying to guard against future temptations. He asks God, please don't give up on me. I can't make it without you. Don't take this Holy Spirit away from me. The guilt of Uriah's blood is killing me. 
wipe my slate clean so that I can praise you. Don't take the joy of salvation away from me. Folks, I believe once saved, always saved. But we can certainly lose our joy of salvation. And he asked to have that joy renewed. And then he said, my heart is broken. See, God wants us remorseful, admit our brokenness, and God will not ignore us. He'll forgive us. He'll comfort us. He'll cleanse us, as he did with David. And then in Psalm 32, David pens his experience of forgiveness, his joy after his confession. Let's visit Psalm 32. Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. What joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt. When I refused to confess my sin, I groaned all day long. Finally, I confess my sin to you. I stop trying to hide my guilt. I confess all my rebellion to the Lord, and you forgave me. Therefore, let all the godly pray to you while there is still time. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with the songs of victory. Amen? Folks, this song is where we learn in order to be reconciled to God, it begins by confession. Confessing our sins is the first step towards having a joyful heart. Let me say this. If you're living under the dark cloud of hidden secrets and judgment, if your fairy tale has become a horror story, then it's time for you to apply the teachings of Psalm 51 and Psalm 32 in your own life. How incredible would it be to experience joy instead of judgment? How amazing would it be that rather than hide in the darkness of our past, we can have God himself as our hiding place, our place of safety, his unfailing love and forgiveness, just like David experienced. Let me be your Nathan today. I can assure you that God knows your sin, your pain, your misery. You don't have to live with this weight of dishonesty, with these secret sins, with this guilt and shame. We learn in 1 John chapter 1, if we claim we have no sin, we're fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to God, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Why don't we learn from King David? Why don't we confess and ask Jesus to be our Savior and receive this joy of salvation? Then there'll no longer be a fairy tale that we live in, but a tale of love from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for this powerful message. And Lord, I just pray that this listening audience opens their minds and their hearts. I pray, Lord, that they journal their past confess it so that their future could be as white as snow. I pray, Lord, that they go and seek meetings so that we can encourage them and support them. They may even find their Nathan. Everyone needs 
a Nathan. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I got goosebumps again. I've been blessed, and I pray you have. Next week, we're going to introduce the sixth step of recovery, that we're entirely ready to have God remove these defects of characters. And I want you to reference John chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. My friends, if you're a regular listener to our meetings via the airways or podcast, I need your help. There are costs involved to broadcast Christians with secret addictions each week, and I fund these meetings myself, along with others. If our ministry has been a blessing to you and you want it to continue, I really need your financial support. Let me repeat that. I need your financial support. For your knowledge, at every 12-step recovery meeting, a basket is passed to receive financial donations. They do that to pay for the rental space. Well, I can't pass a basket, but I do have a P.O. box where you can send a one-time love offering or a monthly commitment of any amount. You can send it to Terry Hanna, P.O. Box 25321, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. That's Terry Hanna, P.O. Box 25321, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. Each Sunday, our message consists of healing, hope, and help. Please help me so together we can help others. Once again, P.O. Box 25321, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. I pray that I hear from you, and I thank you in advance. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.